Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice though, they really mean flavor. Like in your face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either, but it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice, anything but subtle. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Now for our story. It was late at night. Del Shipley stood at a window of her apartment above the Golden Peacock in Chicago. In the faint light cast by a street lamp, she saw the figures of Aunt Mary and Lisa Fenner emerge from an entrance at the side of the building enter a waiting taxi and speed away. Dell sighed, thinking of what that brief scene represented in heartaches and tangled human emotions. She was weary, for the events of the evening had been exhausting. But there was still something she must do. And throwing a light coat over her shoulders, Dell started toward the door, but paused halfway as she heard. I guess I won't have to go down after all. That must be Lance now. You're Mrs. Shipley, aren't you? Yes, I was just going down. Well, I'm Lance Fenner, and... Well, uh, come in, Mr. Fenner. I'm looking for my wife, Lisa. She came in here a few minutes ago, and I don't understand what's keeping her. She was going to leave some keys with the janitor. Yeah, I know. I heard someone prowling around downstairs. That's how I found out she was here. Well, I'm sorry to barge in on you like this, Mrs. Shipley, but we're in a hurry. So if you'll tell Lisa to come on... Well, now, uh, hold on a minute, Mr. Fenner. Sit down, won't you? Thank you. But we're in a hurry. We have to catch a train. I'm afraid you're going to be disappointed. Well, say, what is this? Where's Lisa? I want to talk to her. Well, this is going to be a shock to you, Mr. Fenner, but your wife isn't here. She's not? Well, where is she then? She came into this place half an hour ago, intending to be gone a minute. I've been waiting out front for well, her. Lisa and... left here ten minutes ago. She told me to tell you goodbye for her. Lisa's gone? Oh, I don't believe it. That's crazy. Why, we're on our way to New York. I know that, but Lisa changed her mind. I wanted to break it to you easy, but you haven't given me a chance. Oh, I don't get it. Something's awfully screwy about this. Lisa wouldn't go well, off. Now, if you'll sit down and listen, I'll tell you the whole story. Or some of it anyway. Okay. I guess you'd better. How'd you like a cigarette? Thanks. I know you must be all at sea. I don't blame you. But the fact is... Well, Lisa's gone to Wakefield with Mary Lane. Wakefield? Is that the Aunt Mary Lisa's talked about? Yes. But it's crazy, Mrs. Shipley. Are you trying to tell me Lisa just calmly walked out on me? Left without even saying goodbye? When we were planning to take the train to New York, everything was all set. Well, I don't believe it. 
Something screwy around here, and I'm going to find out what it is. Lisa wouldn't go it's off. It's not as bad as it sounds. I mean, well, I suppose it depends on you. What do you mean? I mean, Lisa didn't want to go off without saying goodbye to you, but there wasn't time for a lot of explanations. Besides, she... Well, frankly, Lisa didn't have the courage to face you. Tell you. Wait a minute, Mrs. Shipley. Just where do you come in? I've been wondering about you for some time. Ever since the first night Lisa and I got together. That night you phoned. Lisa's acted strange every time your name came up. You've been torturing that girl about something, and now you're going to explain to me about my own wife. Now look, Mr. Fenner. Why don't you calm down and let me give you the facts? Otherwise you may say something you'll be sorry for. All I know is you've been working against me. Against our going back together. I felt it. What makes you think you've a right well, to... You're a pretty hot-headed guy now, aren't you? Well, I'll tell you something. You're all wrong. I haven't been working against you at all. Maybe it looked that way to you from the outside. From the outside? I'm Lisa's husband. I know you are. But whether you know it or not, you've been on the outside. In other words, Lisa's been keeping something from you. Something she was afraid to tell you. I don't believe you. Well, you will by the time I'm through. If you'll ever let me finish. All right. Go on. Lisa went through her own private little torture tonight. She had to make a decision. And it was a darn tough one to make. Nevertheless, she did make up her mind. She couldn't face you, tell you. Because she didn't dare. Now, I don't know whether you can take it, but... She gave me permission to tell you the whole story. What do you mean, the whole story? Well, there's a custody suit. A fight over a baby boy going on in Wakefield. And a young man there in town is knocking himself out trying to get possession of this kid. He thinks the kid is his son. But the catch is... Well, the baby isn't his. He's yours. Your own baby son. My? <laughs> Don't you believe me? What kind of a fairy tale are you handing me, Mrs. Shipley? I haven't got a son. Well, this is... Well, it's crazy. Well, in a way, it's not surprising you don't know it. When you were running around there in San Francisco, having a fine time for yourself, I guess you weren't paying much attention to Lisa. You were flying too high at the time to worry much about your wife. All right, all right. That has nothing to do with it. Lisa and I went all over that. She's forgiven me. Maybe she has, but that doesn't change what happened in the past. At that time, you hurt her a lot. And she thought you didn't love her. She was lonely and she was scared. And then she found out she was going to have a baby. And you'd walked out on her. Oh, Lord. So then Lisa went down to Southern California, to Malibu, and she stayed there with a friend, or that is, at least she thought it was a friend at the time. And finally, your baby was born in Los Angeles. My baby. Mm-hmm. But that's just the trouble. There's no point in telling you all the details. You can get those later if you want to. But the gist of it is, Lisa was prevailed upon, persuaded... To give her baby up. To give him up? For adoption? Yes. But why should... Why didn't she get in touch with me? Tell me what happened. Well, maybe because she'd gotten the idea somehow that you weren't very interested in her. All right, but why did she give the baby away? Well, because she thought she should, for the baby's sake. And secondly, this other woman managed to convince Lisa that she had no right to keep her baby. I guess I don't need to tell you the sort of person Lisa is, how easily she's frightened. She's the sort of girl who needs to be taken care of. 
And you see, Mr. Fenner, there was no one around to protect her. Okay. Go on. She got taken for a ride. And she gave the baby away. I can't believe it. It's not like Lisa. Give our child away. She was alone, Mr. Fenner. But how could she? Well, before you get to feeling too righteous, it might be a good idea to remind yourself of your own responsibility in the thing. I wish I had been given some responsibility. But all these months, if only she told me. She was afraid to. She was afraid you'd hate her for what she'd done. That's why she wanted to leave Chicago. To forget the whole thing. You mean she was just going to go away? Never tell me I had a son? That's what she wanted to do, but she couldn't make it stick. For a while, she figured she had to make up her mind between you and the baby. But tonight, she realized it wasn't a question of making a choice. She loves you. She also loves her baby. And she wants him, too. She has all along. So she's going down to straighten things out to claim the baby. Where is this trial being held? Huntsville. I see. Well, Mrs. Shipley, that's quite a story. Beginning to understand a lot of things a lot better. The way Lisa's acted. No wonder she's been nervous and uneasy. Our son. Well, at least I know what I'm up against now. And thanks for giving me the lowdown. Well, I didn't enjoy telling you, Mr. Fenner. But it'll be in the papers, and somebody had to tell you. Yes. Even if it's a little late in the game. Well, I'll be on my way. Mm-hmm. And what do you plan to do? Tell you what I plan to do. I'm going to get in my car and hit the road for Huntsville. Lisa's still married to me. And I have something to say about what she intends to do. Del Shipley looked at the young man intently. There was a bitter, disillusioned expression on his face. And she wondered what it meant. What did Lance Fenner intend to do? Would he try to stop Lisa? Denounce her for what she had done? For deceiving him? Or would he understand the motives which had driven the young woman to make the tragic mistake which had brought disaster into so many lives? <laughs> 